Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lumos. 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 Lumos! Well, that was me trying to... <laughs> the wand wasn't working. No, that sounded like a Pokemon whose name is Lumos. <gasps> and they were saying their name? Yeah. Whoa. Lumos! <laughs> As if they're charging into battle. I want to see a picture of that Pokemon. What, what would it look like? What type would it be? Ooh, I don't know. It would probably be light type. There's no such thing. What are you talking about? What's well, the first and original of its kind? Okay, it's a yeah, light Pokemon. Well, that's fair. Oh, it could be fairy. Fairy is a type now. Fairy? Yeah. And okay. fire. Okay. It'd be go. one of those. Be yeah. fairy light. Fairy and fire. <clears throat> Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio, the mobile, meaning mobile, edition. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as that friendly tech wizard and former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team. The flannel wizard, George truly me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Hello. Guten Morgen. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück. Well, not to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth, but to our mobile cottage. Our mobile home. In the parking lot. <laughs> Come on in, even though it's a car door. Wait. Oh, there we go. There's the real ambience. <laughs> I mean, it's always real. You know that. But yeah, we don't put anything in post-production. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the 25th episode of Shell Cottage Radio, in which we will discuss Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, the last and final chapter, 17, The Man with the Two Faces. And... It's so perfect because it's the 25th episode, which is almost like a milestone to 100, right? Yeah. So, 25th episode, and we finish our first book today. Let's go. Let's go. That's so exciting. Yeah. And it's a special day because we were going to go watch the sunrise with you on this episode, but what we did is we recorded pre, no, post, no, pre, pre-episode, pre. before the episode. Yeah. Some extra content. But you'll probably hear it post, you know, like yeah. afterwards, <laughs> True. somewhere else. We recorded some extra exclusive content over right, on right, right. Apple Premium and Patreon that you can listen to. And we did a spontaneous thing mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. we quizzed you in music soundtrack, Star Wars soundtrack, actually. Yeah, it's just like Lottie's favorite thing to just quiz me. She's like, I'm it just going to put this guy right here. I'm a Ravenclaw. And I'm just going to quiz him. 
yeah. all day long, which is great because I'm going to be a professor. And so, <laughs> you know, they might ask me about the history. If I'm at Hogwarts, they might be like, hey, so like I heard like there's this really cool show called like Star Wars. Like, <laughs> can you tell us about the history? Oh, my of that, gosh. Can you imagine? Professor? Okay. Imagine the um, history of magic professor history for magic or off magic. Of I'm magic. always yeah. off magic because mm-hmm. I'm always confused because it's the um, it's the minister for magic. Not of magic. Really? I thought it was it Minister is. of Magic. No. Are Minister sure? for Magic, I'm pretty sure. Now I've got her guessing. Uh, yeah. No, I'm it's pretty a, sure. It's a Minister of Magic, it always, <laughs> I always uh, <laughs> can't remember, but yeah, anyway. Yes. What was I going to say? Something about me. Uh, Being the professor. The professor, history, which is all I want to be. History of Magic professor at Hogwarts, and he's pretty cool, pretty modern, very different from Professor Bins, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. still super knowledge- knowledgeable about history. And he knows a lot about the Muggle world because uh, he's also yeah. a Muggle-born. Yeah, Muggle-born, yeah. So, and he tells his a students... A visiting American professor. Yes. Let's go. And he tells his students about Star Wars and the Muggle, you know, movies and stuff Gosh. like that. And he shows it in his classroom and he's like, oh, we... Oh, you could be a double major, like do a little bit of Muggle studies here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, what do they actually do in Muggle studies? You know? Well, they, 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 they yeah, I think they study about the Muggles. They do they watch their... an, a Muggle movie? And do they, well, do they nowadays study like um, phones and stuff? This would be like you taking a German course here, like German one, and you're like, yeah, I already know this. So that's Harry in Muggle studies, right? Uh, it's yeah. like, oh, Okay, I got it, guys. You know. <laughs> um. So that, yeah, for for Ron, they don't know. Yeah. Oh right? my gosh, There's that'd no be idea. so much they, fun. They, they don't know how they how do they travel? What's electricity? What do they do? How do they yeah. use different things? Whatever. Oh, they're they're you know muggle currency and things like that, right? Yeah. Um, the politics. It's just studying yes. us. Yes, it's like studying a different which is crazy world. Yeah, which I think would be it'd be really cool. Here's my dream. Yeah. My dream is that um, oh, like Tom Felton decides he wants to you know, do his own sort of show where his kids are coming back to Hogwarts and maybe he knows me, maybe we talk, maybe we're best friends. I don't know. Shout out to and you, he Tom. Said, he's like, hey, I, there's this guy who's a co-host on a podcast. He's been wanting to be the visiting professor at Hogwarts. Can we make this happen? Can we bring this guy in? Put oh, me in a tie. My Put my goodness. vest on. Get my little watch out. Let me just kind of check the time. Class is starting. Click. Let's go. Oh my Wouldn't that be amazing? That I would, would be. absolutely faint, and but would I consult ghosts and really like try to get into my character and go to spooky haunted places to get in character? I would. Would I not then study all sorts of magical history just to make sure that I was like on it? You, you better. I believe know it. you would day and night, day and night, hours. baby, day and night. I would just be out there. I mean, I would be studying old witchcraft stuff. <laughs> you know, the Salem witch trials. We're talking about American feel, witch history. I'm so excited right now. And I'm like... Because you're like, it could happen. I mean, <laughs> there's... You, you never know, know. No limits, you know. Hey, I'm, like, I, no, I keep no, thinking no. they're going to do a show at some point and we're going to have like Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Back at Hogwarts I'm, and just... 100%. Yeah. Even if... I don't care if it's in five or ten years, go, there's going to be something more. Right. Like, I'm just certain of it because it's such a big fandom. It's such a lovely fandom. There is no way they're not going to do anything more with it. Um, I was going to say, though, we got to read his book. Tom yes, Felton just, just came, released yeah, his book. We got to read it. Let's do a re- uh, like a read-through. We do a book review. 
Oh my gosh, and we can listen to it on Audible um, on the way to school and stuff. You know, and then we do a book review. Another one that if you guys ever wanted to, so the ones that I haven't caught up on, you read. Um, who else was it? Um, oh yeah, Lu- Luna's um, actress, Ivana um, Lynch. Ivana Lynch. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, that's a very sensitive topic, though. Yeah, we could just but do it's it on. So on, good. Yeah, like, and we could just I put a big disclaimer at the front because yes. I, I have heard that. She covers some, um, yeah, some some things that are I personal to her. So down. Yeah, and then didn't Bonnie Wright release? She one? just released one about um, like green living and being, you know, down. conscious about. We were just talking about like another podcast we listened to in terms of lifestyle. So we yes. we are big into lifestyle. We are just coming up with ideas. This it's we heard Let's we go. heard all about it already. Humans are most active in the morning and at night, not so much in the afternoon. When yeah. do we record the most? In the afternoon. Yeah, did you guys so, know that? <laughs> no, but I feel like we're like coming up with so many ideas right now because we're like, we had some coffee, we had some donuts, yeah. we're watching the sunrise, yeah. and it's like, you're true, live, true. not really live, but you're listening on our brainstorming. Live. Uh, in the moment. Process right now. Yeah. So. In our mobile. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. This is so cool. I know. So, um. So anyways, we're down. This is this is the plan. Uh, it, by the way, if anybody knows uh, Tom or Bonnie or <laughs> let us uh, know, Ivana, anyone, Daniel, like uh huh, let Emma, like let's go, <laughs> yeah. whoever you know, like let's Hit us go. Up. <laughs> Hit us up. We wanna one, we wanna chat with them, be besties, and we also wanna fire up that new yeah. TV series, get them back in their roles. Yes, you know, it's just. Cra- I will say that on a serious note, Harry Potter has brought so much like joy to the world. Yeah. And it's such a great, I don't know, it's just, it's just awesome. I, one of my students was saying this week uh, that she and her family are going down to Universal. <sighs> yes. And um, so, oh God, as, as you guys know, cry. Robbie Coltrane passed away, yeah. right? And yeah. they are supposedly on TikTok and on, on some so- social media people that day and the next day were going out and laying flowers down outside of his ride and just a little tribute to, to him. You know, I mean, so, and I, I said something, you know, to that student uh, before she left. Mm-hmm. I was just sort of like, and make sure, you know, if you, if you get a chance to say something nice or, you know, if you, if you, not that I was asking her to like leave anything there, but I was just sort of like, if you want to, I mean, it's, and that, yeah, it was just, she was sad. She was like the yeah. big Potter fan and sort of like, yeah, really, that sucks. He was such a nice person. He just seemed like yes. such a good Oh my gosh. He was spirit the and perfect Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah. He was so good. He was so good. He was so good. And so. Yeah, I just want to mention that because it's uh, recent news and, and um, we love him. I mean, yeah. I just I loved watching interviews with him. I loved hearing him talk about I loved hearing the, the kids talk about how much he meant to them and how yeah. much yes. he helped inspire them and they learned from him and he made them feel comfortable and safe on set and funny yeah. and I don't know. It just was it was cool. It's just magical, really. Yes. So and I mean his famous quote goes, you know, where he said um, that he's not going to be here in 50 years, but Hagrid will be. Hagrid will be. And that, like, yeah. it hits home. It really does. That was just in the in the um, the special that they released right back yeah. in January where, uh, like, they're doing the, the reunion. And it was there were so many good quotes in that. And for him, yeah, I was just blown away. Just, just blown yeah. away. And then it's just, uh, yeah. Like, well, like, yeah, like we said, just a good spirit, good soul. Yeah. And um, just all the best to his family and yeah. friends. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So... Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, we still, hey, you, and you know what's crazy is that like a lot of those actors and people who have, who are either still around and still could participate in that series, are, through that you're able to even like pay tribute to some of those who have gone, who have actually yeah. left yeah. 
uh, this world. And that's yeah. another cool thing about Harry Potter. And it's like, it's a book series with an author, but now it's movies with producers and yes. people who worked on it and who brought it to life and stuff like that. So we like live in that moment. Yes. It's like really, really, really cool. And I think that's what's exciting about it. And it's why I, if you're, gosh if you're Warner Brothers HBO whoever like you're really thinking about this you're really yeah. saying we still have these people here and it was so monumental and it's made yeah. such an impact in our world that why wouldn't we want to keep the magic going yes so and I didn't think we we're gonna be talking about like <laughs> no me neither a potential series but I'm so down me too and you know it's not just the authors that also write like um companion books and all that stuff or um the movies but also every Per, like every fan, every creator, you're bringing it to life. You're keeping it alive. You're expanding on it. And yeah, we yeah. love that so much. And that's why we want to have more. We're going to have amazing people on the mm -hmm. podcast. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Um, we have some guests coming up. We yes. Are, yeah. Please. Uh, Chamber is going to be wild. Yes. Chamber of Secrets is going to be a wild start because we're we're going to have just amazing guests on there. Yeah. That's all I want to say right now. Yep. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Stay tuned. Our guests are always amazing, by the way. So the oh, guests yeah, that we no. had—that's our favorite part, by the way. They were so wonderful that they—they they made it such a good experience that we want to keep doing it. Yeah, That's for sure. The, like they were, our, you know, I remember the first time we recorded with Kirsten and Jasper. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Together, and we had pizza that night, oh, that was and wild. they were just going upstairs, coming back down, throwing some comments at the microphones, and we were just laughing. And, yeah. Yeah. Um. It's just, it's just so much fun to hang out with people, talk about Potter, and oh yeah, and yeah. just bond over An that. We had Angelina. We, we almost yes. we like lost the audio. That saved was, it. Yes. Goodness and, gracious, bless her. And she was so good with that. So because yeah. yeah. she couldn't hear me, I could now looking back at that, she was always <laughs> like having a hard time hearing me, and I felt huh? so bad after that. So. Angelina's over there. Well, why you want to speak up? Go ahead and speak up. I know. <laughs> no, she was so sweet. We didn't have to set. I'm lying to you guys about being a tech wizard. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> I've been lying this whole time. But yeah. no, it's, it's so much fun. We've had great guests in book yes. one. Uh, Going to continue that in book two. Yeah. And then hopefully for, for the rest of the books. I mean, again, uh, we have other friends who we're, we're going to bring on and other yes. uh, content creators and, and just different things. We're really yeah. looking forward to the future of this podcast. And yes. it's been, we have just been to coming out of a crazy time where you were on a different podcast uh, doing different things. I was running a full-time, essentially, podcast for Rings yeah. of Power. It was a crazy time. So I actually feel really good. We're about to go into the holiday season. I know. And that's when I really start to feel the Harry so, Potter yes, vibes. And absolutely. Just, mm, I just really 100%. get after it. So Yeah. And I mean, and they're so inspiring. Um, like, you know, Melissa was so inspiring to me um, with her she oh, had yeah. family and started her business and her Instagram and just loved hanging out and talking to Potter people yep. and yep. made that her, you know, that's, you have the power to really form your environment, mm -hmm. who you want to hang out with, who mm -hmm. you want to talk to, yeah. what kind of, what kind of content you actually want to consume. That's why we always try to put also like positive energy, like, you know, these um, content creators who put out like positive quotes or life-changing oh, quotes yeah, or like yeah. they're just motivating instead we like of like those, we comment on those we yeah, yeah. all that stuff yeah for so, sure and i think that's anyway. you have to be yeah definitely more more intentional just very intentional yeah. about about that and we are like i've i always try to encourage people because even my students like there used to be uh, you know it's funny because stranger things did this whole thing where 
uh, D&D, those kids <laughs> were picked on, yeah, right? They, yeah. were con- they were messing around with witchcraft stuff, and they were cult leaders and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And when Harry Potter first came out, I think I've told you this, mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to read it. Yeah, I d- that's the first time. Like It was witchcraft. Now, first time I'm I heard it. Fr- mm-hmm. Yeah, again, uh, this is the American perspective here. Mm-hmm. In Germany, they were like, let's go yes. bring on the witches and wizards. Let's do this. <laughs> But uh, over here, we were like, now, hold on a second. That, uh, let's, we got to check this first. But it's great. And so I, I, I guess it's just what we're saying is, like, it's awesome. Be intentional. Put out good vibes. Uh, surround yourself by positive experiences and, and people and that yeah. kind of stuff. And I think your, your life will be so much better. Like, I, tr- like truly. Just if you can be more conscious of that and, yeah. and intentional in who uh, you spend your time with and, you know, what you listen to and consume. Yeah. So. All right. What a great morning. What a great morning. This has been crazy. And I told I, I told you guys I already quizzed you in some uh, soundtrack trivia. You did. Let's move on to some actual Harry Potter trivia. Okay. Okay. Book trivia. And. You got the answers there? Can I see? I don't know. Can I look oh at the answers? I don't know. Like, do you <laughs> not? Know? You don't have the answers? Wait, 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 wait. How do I know if I'm? How do I know? Yeah, I mean. I, uh oh, she's okay. No, no, no. I know. She's mouthing it. Okay, <laughs> I was just reading the questions again. It's been a I while. I was trying to read I your lips though, to see if you could pick up no, the answer. Okay, first what? First question. Which house was in second place at the end of Harry's first school year? So in this chapter, uh-huh. before Dumbledore awarded last-minute points. Um, I believe it was Ravenclaw. Sure was. Was it? Let's oh, go. Yeah. Do you know how I know that, though? It has nothing to do with the book series. It has everything to do with the play Puffs. Yeah, Puffs, yeah, because... Because I know yeah. they were like, third place, baby, yes. let's go. <laughs> they were so Pumped. stoked yes. that they were in third place. <laughs> and then, like, pe- bit by bit, they're hearing about the points that are being added, and they're like, no. are you kidding me? Yeah. Gryffindor didn't just like jump from last place, mm-hmm. right? They they did to like third place or fourth place, freaking first place. I mean, they were celebrating that it was not Slytherin again. True, but at the same time, they were fourth place again. Yeah, all they wanted was third. Yeah, that's all they wanted was third place. My gosh, that that play Puffs is amazing. Go go, go watch, watch it, it. Uh, please. So yeah, all right. No, yeah, good job. Um, oh, good, good, good. And good job, no, Ra- hey, Ravenclaw. Yeah, good job, Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job, guys. <laughs> um, second question: How does everybody get off platform nine three quarters without Muggles noticing? And this was described in the book. What? I never thought what? about it, but it is. It's described, described in the book. Shut your mouth. Yes. I mean, don't. But also, wow. Yes. I. I thought it was pretty cool. So, here's how it happens. They walk back through mm-hmm. the portal, okay? Mm-hmm. And they actually have put a uh, a charm on them as they walk back through. And it makes them, you know... But... Uh, yeah, I don't so know. It would be a smart thing to do. But it's just not the right answer because I'm making stuff up. No, so. but like... Can you be in charge of that? Because why didn't they think of that? We need some increased security at, at Platform 9 and 3 quarters. They do. Here, here's, here's what happens. Okay, tell me. It took quite a while for them all to get off the platform. A wizened old guard was up by the ticket barrier, letting them go through the gate in twos and threes so they didn't attract attention by all bursting out of a solid wall 
at once and alarming the muggles. Oh my goodness. It's such a small paragraph. Have you guys ever thought about that? I've never thought but about that. Never. There was an old wizard guard. I feel there. like I've never read that before, but it's clearly I feel like you in the made book. that up, but I just watched <laughs> you read it from the book. So I know. that is amazing. It's because page three hundred and eight in the Yeah, the paperback. Paperback edition. Right. So uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> Thinking about positions I would want in the wizarding world, you know, we always talk about like, oh, what, what would be your occupation in the wizarding world? I mean, I want to be a professor, obviously, but right. I mean, would I like to be the guy posted there at nine, you know, nine and three I know, quarters? I know, I thought about you. Saying, all right, no, no, not, not, not you. Nope, we got a group of four here. Split up. Nope, you two. All right, come on. I know. Follow me. Like, yes. Yeah, I mean that would be wild. I also, yeah, I think they should throw a little bit of a, an enchantment on them. That'd or be something, easier, wasn't it? Kinda, but then again, I don't know. Yeah. But one, what if it wears off in the middle of like a group I know, and you're I like, I just was thinking that, and then you just pop, do, yeah. you pop out. Like, well, where'd that kid come from? Yeah. But so it's that's probably more complicated than we think. Yeah, true, true, so. true, true. I was thinking, did they, you know, cause a distraction in front of, like? Oh, every when, when do they come back? Like when they send out batches. July first or something or whatever. Yeah, there's some June. sort of distraction on the platform, and everyone's looking one way, yeah. and you're like, okay, go, 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 go. Yeah. You know I mean? Like. Crazy. That'd be funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that's cool. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Well done. Well done. Thank you. All, All right. right. Let's. Uh, that moves us right into. It doesn't really, but I'm just trying to come up with a bridge here. Um. Our weekly Maggie's Wallaby lesson. What? You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. Last one for book one. Okay. Any guesses? Um, is this the magic beast two-faced man? <laughs> two-faced. Oh, is there any beast that has two faces? Two faces? There's definitely a... Um, what do you call those things? Yeah. The, um, yes. It's like a sphinx or a... Not a sphinx. No, the... Um, with the mini heads. Yeah. The fake heads? Of? The fake heads? I mean, Fluffy is technically has three Fl- heads, but um, <laughs> Fl- not Fluffy. But wait a second, does Fluffy have different faces? You know what I mean? Like, again, you think about like oh. how Fluffy. The way they depict it is they're all three. They look identical. It's true. Right? But I mean, what if they all were different? I actually have seen somebody draw um, a picture of them, and like one of them is really mean and like intimidating. Oh. One looks really silly and goofy. What if like, they like, like pick the, the, on each other all the yeah, time? Yeah, you, like. you remember in The Lion King you had that one hyena that's its tongue yeah. was always out on the side <laughs> and it's kind of like, ah, it was great. Absolutely, <laughs> The Lion King is like my favorite Disney movie ever. Yeah, so it could be like one of those hyenas is really cool and what's up guys? <laughs> and the other ones are like just... Ed. Isn't that his is name Ed? Ed? Is, yeah, and he's, he's wild. He's the one that's laughing that's really crazy. He's crazy. Ed's crazy. That's right, yeah. And then the girl hyena who's like... Isn't yeah. there a girl in there? I don't well, know. I think it'd be kind of weird like. Oh Fluffy head, yeah. Girl heads and boy heads, but I don't yeah, know. that'd be funny. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be cool. All right, but I decided right. <laughs> to talk about maybe there is a moon calf that has like more than one head. You know, maybe there is some. What? Yeah, maybe. What? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were offering me no, coffee. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> All for me. Okay, the moon calf, sweetie. What are you? Do you remember the moon calf? Um, I thought you were making this up. No. What are you talking about, moon calf? It's actually in Fantastic Beasts. A moon calf. Yes. So um, it was it born of the moon? No, 
no. actually. But the moon calf. Um, it's the it's called moon calf because it only comes out of its burrow during a full moon. Okay. Let's talk about it. So this is the entry from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And yes, I had to look at the book to find out the title. <laughs> That's awesome. It's Super. a classification of two X's, mm -hmm. which means it's not dangerous at all. Oh no, there it goes. See, I can't. I can. I can never remember the definition of the. It doesn't matter. It you doesn't. Guys, yeah. You guys know it's not very dangerous at all. The more X's there are, guys, the more dangerous it is. Right. Right. The moon calf is an intensely shy creature that emerges from its burrow only at the full moon. Its body is smooth and pale gray. It has bulging round eyes on top of its head and four spindly legs with enormous flat feet. Moon calves perform complicated dances on their hind legs in isolated areas in the moonlight. These are believed to be prelude to mating and often leave intricate <laughs> geometric patterns behind in wheat fields to the great puzzlement of muggles. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Watching moon calves dance by moonlight is a fascinating experience and often profitable for if their silvery dung is collected before the sun rises <laughs> and spread upon <laughs> magical herb or herb and flower beds, the plants will grow very fast and become extremely strong. Moon calves are found worldwide okay jeezy cow this is not like i'm sorry no what was it called not jeezy cow but it's a it's, it's not a jeezy it's cow a it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a well it's, it's a, a cow is it always a calf it does always stay it's always all, it's on its yeah, two yeah. feet it's like was this like is this an actual cow or what is this like a calf i don't even know yeah so hold on you said it was shy you said it says yes. it's shy yes i don't think so i think that's a lie because i'm you i heard flat it full moon like a full mooning Mm -hmm. And then it's out there doing like fertility dances. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, taking sorry, sorry, <laughs> taking a dump and then you know it's magical. <laughs> Come on, that, that creature's yeah. not shy at all. That's not like oh sorry guys, I'm really shy. Don't don't mind me. The moon lights out, so <laughs> I'm gonna come out here and do a special dance in this wheat field. <laughs> and then if you guys want to collect, um, you know, the leftovers, you guys can use it on your herbs and stuff. That's crazy. That's probably the craziest think, thing I've heard. I think it's cool. No, it is cool. And this is, you know, it's, it's it, it provides I'm, an explanation for the crop circles. It does. But I'm also trying to picture what this <laughs> thing looks like. Oh, have you ever, it's in, like I said, it's in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, in the 1920s, Jacob Kowalski feeds, a moon, feeds Newt Scamander's moon calves. And Newt had heard of moon calves in his suitcase during his visit to New York in 1926. He also kept another small group in the basement of his apartment. However, it is possible that these were part of the same herd. Oh my gosh, these little guys? Yeah. With the big eyes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Wow. They are not shy at all. Look at them. Are they, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of little guys. Cool, and right? And they always are small, I guess. That's why they're called calves, because okay, they're okay. always that small. They're not like grown cows. Well, that's kind of cool. Actually, now I feel bad. You know, they're they're actually just <laughs> they're cute. Just cute little guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, would you want to have one or befriend one? I mean, one? you know what? Actually, after I said all that, it's <laughs> like 
clearly uh, there's some great magical properties. I just thought of something. Yeah. Yeah. And I would love to mess with people in their wheat fields. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, if we had one, we could totally use its dung and grow the biggest pumpkin and win the pumpkin oh, festival, yeah. the pumpkin contest. Um, down in Circleville. Down in Circleville. Yep. The pumpkin festival. We totally could. That thing, we'd have to get a semi. Right, be that big. Yes, that, I mean, literally, they are that big. I know, I know. People were had big old trucks bringing them in this uh, this weekend down there. But yeah, that would be wild. I think I would be okay with having one for sure because they're cute, they're nice, yeah. and then oh, sometimes like they're shy normally, but ooh, when that moon's out, <laughs> yeah, look out! You could you imagine getting up at night though, and you're you're like I always think of Frank, the caretaker. Outside of Tom, uh, outside the Riddle Manor, uh-huh. right? Who's going? He's oh, shoot, these kids. He's got the kettle on, and yeah. you know, he's got the warming up his his tea or coffee or whatever. Yeah, I I, I think that's me in the future. Hopefully, I'm just not like walking in and getting you know. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no. Yeah, sorry, I didn't want to upset you there, but like, I, I like the. Like the <laughs> and idea you're not gonna of, be as grumpy. Uh, yeah, no, and I like the idea that he's a caretaker and he's just yeah. a groundskeeper. I've always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, but anyways, imagine that guy waking up though and looking out and seeing some moon cap out there doing a dance, <laughs> just you know. In the moonlight yeah. and being like, what the? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I have a, I, I don't know, I imagine them glowing for some reason. Like oh, yeah, when I was thinking. They would yeah. radiate a glow. Attracting even the moonlight yeah. to their particular yeah. spot and making that crop circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's cool. So I'm down to have one. Uh, I think they're they're nice. And they're cute. Mm-hmm. So. They seem friendly. They do. Yeah. All right. right. Is that it? Yeah. You think, uh. Do you think there is some two-headed moon calves out there that have two faces? <sighs> they would be double cute, you know? Yeah. They'd just be double cute then. So. They would be. Okay. You want to play? Rock, paper, uh, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. You're right. You ready? Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Wow. Oh, <laughs> both went paper. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Wow. Both went paper again. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Gotcha. I knew you were going to do that. Triple paper. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go triple paper. <laughs> you got to go triple paper. Woo! You're in the, yeah. What? Yeah. That yeah. Is, uh, has a double meaning. A triple meaning. It, yeah. You know, if you need triple paper. <laughs> <laughs> you need triple paper. Oh, I was going to say, well, I mean, maybe I do, but also <laughs> that uh, moon calf might Wait, as well, too. you won, so what, what's happening? So I shall read it. Oh, I, you do. I played. Do you want? Do you want to borrow? I have. I have. I have a tia. I have a tia. Sure? Okay. Yes. I shall read it from here. Last chapter, in Philosopher's Stone. Here we go. Chapter seventeen, the man with two faces. When Harry enters the last room, he is surprised to find neither Snape nor Voldemort. Instead, Professor Quirrell is examining the mirror of Erised. Quirrell, on the other hand, is not surprised at all to see Harry. His stutter and nervous demeanor are all gone, and he reveals to Harry that it was him the whole time who has been trying to get to the stone, who let the troll in on Halloween, and who attempted to throw Harry off of his broom. Quirrell admits that Snape seems like the perfect suspect, but that the potions master in fact tried to protect Harry, as he owed Harry's father, James, his life. All Harry can think of is to keep asking questions to distract Quirrell from the mirror. However, a horrible voice coming from Quirrell's turban demands he put Harry in front of the mirror to get to the stone. As Harry looks in the mirror and sees his reflection smiling, holding the stone and putting it in his own pocket, he can feel the stone actually drop into his pocket. He quickly comes up with a lie about what he is seeing, but Voldemort knows that he's lying. 
The Dark Lord wishes to speak to the boy himself, and Quirrell unwraps his turban. The back of his head reveals a terrible face with glowing red eyes, and only nostrils as a nose. Voldemort advises Harry to give him the stone and join him to save his own life. But Harry does what sets him apart from a true Slytherin. Instead of saving his own life, he refuses to give up the stone to Voldemort and tries to escape. Quirrell seizes him, but it turns out he cannot touch Harry without suffering terrible burns all over his skin. It's a strong magical protection that Lily gave her son when she sacrificed herself to save Harry's life. But Harry also suffers from such excruciating pain in his scar that he passes out before he realizes that Dumbledore has come to his rescue. Three days later, Harry wakes up in the hospital wing, Dumbledore sitting by his side. The headmaster is relieved and warmly explains to Harry that he came just in time to pull Quirrell off of him and that the stone has now been destroyed. He assures Harry that it's for the best, and Perrinel and Nicholas Flamel will have enough time to settle their affairs. Hermione, Ron, and later Hagrid come to visit Harry as well, and Madame Pomfrey even allows him to attend the end-of-the-year feast in the Great Hall. During the feast, Dumbledore dramatically awards last-minute points to Gryffindor so that Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and Neville all together receive just enough points to get in front of Slytherin and win the House Cup. The Gryffindor table explodes with cheers, and even the Claw and Puff tables celebrate that Slytherin did not end up in first place. With good exam grades and packed suitcases, Harry, Ron, and Hermione ride the Hogwarts Express back to London, where a grumpy Uncle Vernon is already waiting to pick up his nephew. Not much seems to have changed in the Muggle world. Hmm. Have you ever been that surprised at at uh, not maybe a similar situation? Not <laughs> not rolling down there and seeing the the Dark Lord yeah. under a turban. Uh, with your with your teacher or your professor looking for a, a stone that's going to uh, provide immortality mm -hmm. and money and wealth. But uh, have you ever been that surprised, though, like to the point where you're so shocked huh. you can't believe that? Yeah, you know. Exa do you know? Huh? Exactly. I have one situation in my life. Situation, yes. Situation. I'm trying to think of it. I'm, yes. You acted like that was, I should. I, I was trying to think, and I was like, uh, I don't really know. But then, yes, one came to my mind. What is it? And it was, for me, it was the craziest night ever. I, um, I came over here to Ohio, to Port Clinton, Ohio. Yes, yes, as yes. As an exchange student. And my brother was here before. So he was with a family. And the family actually asked me if I wanted to come to, mm. for a full high school year, to have the exchange experience. Right. Yep. I was like... Yes, awesome. Let's go. I can't, you know, it was cool because I already knew them. We were Skyping with my brother all the time. So I went over here, came here, and it was, I was already here for six months, about six months. Uh huh. Yeah. And it was Easter time. It was actually more than six months. Okay. So I've been here for a while. And it's, it's around Easter. And it was a, it was already late at night. And I go to bed. Mm hmm. And Greg and Carol, Greg's like, oh, we might get visitors later tonight, but don't worry. Just go to bed. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I go to bed and I hear all of a sudden movement downstairs. And I'm like, oh, well, fine. They're just probably just arrived. I don't mm -hmm. know who's yeah. there. But they, it's nothing uncommon because my host family, they always had Revolving visitors door. all the time people popping in i mean like, i've witnessed that just being down there i'm in my pjs just pouring some cereal and i'm like oh hi <laughs> who are you mm -hmm. <laughs> in the kitchen it's so cool like they were just um they had so many people just stopping by saying hello they were very very friendly community if i would have known so if i would have known <laughs> you could have come by yeah yes. 
PJs um, and cereal. By the way, that's there. crazy. To, we always think it's crazy to think about um, that you were just one to two hours away. Oh, yeah. Like 10, 11 years ago. Trust me, I've been looking into time travel to figure it's out how to. It's crazy you know. <laughs> to me that that was. Go back and like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I hear that commotion downstairs. And I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm, you know, almost falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I hear someone coming upstairs. And I'm like, what are they coming upstairs for like uh, you know that's kind of weird because we only had we only had our bedrooms upstairs and then i hear my brother's voice whoa and i cannot describe to you that it was probably the most not out of body experience but like not out of body experience it's weird um like experience where you feel like you are you are in a dream right now even though you are in the, you know, what we perceive as a real reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like, I was like, no, I'm dreaming. Because not that I would never imagine them coming, but I didn't know. And they were, to me, just, they were a world away. They were, you know, on the other side of the... Yeah, like the last people you really thought to, to show up. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't, yeah. I would never have thought they would come. Sorry, it's <laughs> long, but... um, And then my brother says, hey, Yo. he comes around the corner and I'm like, I am sh- so shocked. And then my mother, who I never thought my mother is so afraid of flying. Yeah. Never thought she would get on a plane to come over. Right. And she walks into my bedroom and I am in there like shaking my head, screaming. And I threw pillows at them because I thought they were not real. And this sounds so ridiculous, but my brother recorded the whole thing because he was like, you know, he had his phone up and recording while he was coming in. Does he in. have that somewhere? I think, he, I hope he does. I would love. But that was the most, like, that was probably not the same for her. I don't know. If it, but yeah, the shock, you never shock. expected that person to be in that place mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's my story that I have. Yeah. That was so wild uh, to me. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't have anything like that. That was that's really no, because that that does fit. You're so shocked. You just didn't didn't expect that. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, at um, the time it was two different worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, like my my life in Germany, my life in the states that I had at the time. Yeah. And it was just so unexpected. Yeah. Wow. That you would. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. No, like yeah. Uh, I'm. I was. I'm, I'm sitting here trying Sorry. to think. <laughs> of of an example, I'm sure you guys can think of a time, you know, the, uh, our listeners, just where you were so shocked uh, that that this person ended up, or who you thought it was going to be, is not that person. Whether you're watching, I, I think it's a good story. I mean, th- anytime you mm-hmm. you because um, again, there was visitors downstairs for you, and it's like your mom who should be like eight hours, nine hours away by by plane. I know, yeah. So that just and it's like middle of the night shocking yes so yeah it, it, it to me i thought that was really wild just to see his i mean he starts off you yeah. right here he's yeah. like what yeah um me he said calmly <laughs> yeah uh yeah so so anyways quirrell's like happy to be um to, to see the shock on his face oh he's excited because he thinks his master is going to rise to power tonight and he will be rewarded you know for that oh and yeah be like one of the most powerful assistants ever crazy to think about coral <laughs> being that though you know like mm-hmm. the, the, he would be some he is someone we kind of forget about when we get later on in the story but we're like he really was there for Voldemort in a I time know. when he needed him so i wonder if he has like I know. did Voldemort like did they save coral's turban like does tur- does he burn up like he does in the does, does, it, does it ever say really what it just says he has severe burns we don't yeah. really know 
I, they don't really talk a lot about what mm-hmm. happened to him because we see what happens to him in the movie. Yeah. He's a goner. True. So. I feel like because, I mean, Dumbledore said he pulled him off Harry. Yeah. He d- he says it in the book. So did Dumbledore actually kill him? Or did he just die from his burns? Does it say? It doesn't say, does it? Because he, he passes out and we just yeah. get his perspective. Yeah. And, he just, and Dumbledore never really says, just that he pulled him off. You know what? It's, <laughs> again, funny about Puffs. They are talking in the next, like in the, when they go year by year. It's in year two. And they they start talking about the things that happened in year one. They're like, oh, yeah, and a professor died. Mm, yeah. But like, no one talks about it. Right. <laughs> like, I know. They, those kids were in his class. They had him. They I know. looked up to that maybe professor. They no don't explanation, know. right? No. no. What's the Not mi- like, you know, when Cedric what's the, passed. What's the Daily Prophet saying about this? I know. They don't say anything. So it's just crazy. But imagine, too, and we don't know what happened exactly, but what if they dueled? What if there's a quick little duel or something where he pulls him off, yeah. Quirrell grabs his wand and tries to take on Dumbledore, last desperate effort, or maybe yeah. he's like, no, Professor, you know, he's trying to... Oh, what, yeah, like, like bags for mercy. Yeah, something tries to go back to... Yeah. Or, or maybe Dumbledore questions him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't even... I don't know. Like, the way they do it in the film is he's not even yeah, alive. No, he's no. Just, it's Harry who does it himself. Who and, He just falls into, like... It's just dust and, and, yeah. and ashes. See, I like the idea that, that Dumbledore it comes back and that mm-hmm. he's he realizes that where he was is not where he should be. And that's saying that out loud is just reminded me that I actually took notes on this chapter and I have notes. <laughs> uh, well, but you know what I mean? Like that, he, yeah. it's cooler than than just. I mean, it's cool that Harry does what he does in the film and he just mm-hmm. puts his hands on him and it's like Lily's charm that um, or her protection, right? Yeah. Her magic, yeah. That help save him yeah but it's also really neat that Dumbledore comes back and 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 knows he should be there to help Harry I think it's also interesting what um Quirrell says before they kind of fight um you you know um Harry says something about Dumbledore and Quirrell says I'll be far away by the time he gets back so I was wondering what do you think where he was gonna go if he had found the stone and not Harry you know, Ooh. like what was his plan? His escape plan was. Do you think he back to those same back, that same back forest to, mm-hmm. that he where he came across his master? Just that's somewhere what I thought, but I, at the same time, I don't where know. He was familiar. If he would, he ha- I think he would have hid somewhere different. Also, like very far away from Nocturne Alley. Think he goes there? <laughs> I don't know about that. But I think he would have gone far away from any civilization again. Yeah, but maybe yeah. in a different America. Place. We never oh, mentioned maybe. America, but could you imagine? And they're like they're like calling the Ilvermorny professors or like um, Makuza and and saying, hey, yeah. we got like we're, we're, this guy's he ma- he's making the paper. We got to look out for him. We got to yeah. find him. He's got the stone. Harry's okay. Dumbledore got back, but he got the stone from Harry. Yeah. And they go on the run. What a different. Do you story. think that story actually made the American papers like just with what happened at Hogwarts with Quirrell and Harry and stuff like that, or Maybe. anything hey, that happens at Hogwarts with the chamber oh, and sure. the yeah, uh, Triwizard Tournament. That's why I liked Fantastic Beasts so much, is because you actually got to see some of the news articles about right? Grindelwald and what was going on and Hogwarts, and so those are big things in the Wizarding World. Those are uh, yeah, important locations and spots, yeah. but we get them here in our paper about you know Germany and about the EU and that's about what, yeah. um, you know Great Britain and stuff. So yeah, I think it's I think definitely for sure they yeah. have that in the papers. So anyway, it just, yeah, that is a, it's kind of wild to think about what would have happened there. Just, just really what went down between Dumbledore and Quirrell. 
uh, because hey, pulls him off of him. Does he spin him around and then they mm-hmm. start to fight? Does he beg for mercy? Does he question him? How then does Voldemort's like spirit detach? Because remember in the film, we were just watching it the other day because yeah. it's always on uh, American TV. <laughs> and uh, once Vol- uh, once Quirrell's skin or body is burned up and consumed, like Voldemort leaves. So here's a question. Here's mm-hmm. something we wrote down. We were listening to the chapter the other day. Mm-hmm. And Quirrell was a young man traveling around the world. Mm-hmm. Voldemort was not always attached to Quirrell's head, but did so after he failed to steal the stone at Gringotts. Remember? Yeah. We talked about this. So it feels like Quirrell has been in contact with Voldemort longer than we think. Yes. Yeah. So was he in contact with him just last year as the Muggle studies teacher? Uh, where and how did he meet with Quirrell? So remember we kind of said mm-hmm. that like it seemed like he became he he felt like he had to keep a closer eye. Quirrell mm-hmm. says in this chapter he uh, Voldemort wanted to keep a closer eye on things. That's yeah. why he yes. joins with him sort of. Yes. It almost that in, sounds like yeah, that's when it happened. That's when he took over as is as around Gringotts. So you're like, well, wait a second, maybe he it does say that he possesses lesser creatures and different things or, or yeah. whatever, but was he always I guess attached to Quirrell's head from that moment yeah. years ago when they when they found each other. I don't think so. No, it doesn't. Um, That line just sounds like why, how could he keep a closer eye on him if he's already attached to his head? You know? Right. Exactly. Otherwise it wouldn't make sense. Right. I'm trying to find it here in the book. I was going to point that out because as we were listening to it, I was just sort of like, that doesn't make any, any any sense that he would want to, when it it even seems, you know, kind of scarier. um, Yeah. That he was once a part Mm-hmm. from Coral and was in contact with him. But then yeah. how? Who was he attached to then? Was he possessing yeah, maybe someone he, else or was he possessing another creature? I don't know. Maybe one of the, um, I don't know, a snake in the, because he's so, like, he loves snakes, right? So maybe he was attached to, his his mm-hmm. spirit thing was attached to a snake and then Coral just took the snake in a cage or something um, home with him and, like, or, or mm-hmm. any other type of animal or being, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just wild. It's kind of ambiguous um, how that happened. So we just fill the gaps here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So let's see. He was on me to he was he was on to me. Uh, so he's talking about mm-hmm. Snape being on to him. So we find out that he kind of details all of the bits about, you know, Snape not really being uh, the bad guy and that he was actually protecting you and so on. He went to school with your father and in all of those things. Um, here we go. He does not. Hear, this is the this is the bit. Uh, let's see. Since then, okay, he is with me wherever I go," said Quirrell quietly. "I met him when I traveled around the world. A foolish young man I was then. So, like, when was that? Right? When mm-hmm. did he travel around the world? When was he a foolish young man, uh, mm-hmm. full of ridiculous ideas about good and evil? Lord Voldemort showed me how wrong I was. There is yeah. no good and evil. There is only power in those too weak to seek it. Since then, I have served him faithfully, although I have let him down many times. Yeah. He has had to be very hard on me. Um, he does not forgive mistakes easily. When I failed to steal the stone from Gringotts, he was most displeased. He punished me, decided he would have to keep a closer watch mm-hmm. on me. So, what? Does that mean he's opening his eyes? Was he always under the turban and he just says, all right, look, I got to keep a closer eye on you, so I'm going to yeah. start, like, I'm not going to sleep as much. I'm going to, like, be around more. No, to me it means that, like, he decided to attach himself to Quirrell and be there with him. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I just wanted you guys to kind of think about it. It's something I had never really thought about, and we don't. We often think that since the time that Quirrell found him, he attached himself to Quirrell, and he's just always been tucked under his turban or whatever, right? When is, um, yeah, so. w- yeah, when is, uh, this is, which, what year is this? First year of Hogwarts? I can only. Yeah, I don't know. Because it says he first met Voldemort in 1991. It feels like the summer when he, he was a muggle studies teacher, then he, over the summer, he went to travel the world. Mm-hmm. And there, that's when he met Voldemort. I think. Right. That's right. I know. Then that's what I'm saying. Okay. These these lines don't really necessarily. Yeah. Seem like that when he uh, mm-hmm. like I met him when I traveled around the world. Yeah. Um, a foolish young man I was then. He's he, the way he talks seems like it was years ago when he was a yeah, much younger man. Yeah. So I, I mean, it changes an, him. Yeah. Yeah. It could Feels be an like inconsistency in the in like the writing style. Maybe yeah. she had two different ideas yeah. sort of going on or whatever. It's the first book. You're trying to figure things out, and that's that does happen, but. It just presents an interesting idea that that maybe I know, think he I is know. actually is much younger than he's portrayed in the movies. In the movies, I think the actor is in his fifties or something. But yeah. he's supposed to be in his twenties. Oh, really? Okay, yes, so he's a lot younger. I think so. Okay. Yeah, or in his early thirties, right? Last twenties. Um, so I guess I mean, you know, I, the, the question to me is then when he was a professor of Muggle studies the year prior, mm-hmm. so he didn't have any contact with. Voldemort. Then. I don't think so. It was so. just in this summer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where where they they came in, in contact, and then that just you know as you read that you're sort of like okay, so they came in contact in the summer. It's at some point in the summer when the stone is uh, the attempt to steal the stone at Gringotts happens. Harry's right there that that very day. So on save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That day, essentially when... You know, it's tough because, right, Harry Potter meets Quirrell mm-hmm. at the Leaky Cauldron, mm-hmm. and then later is the is the attempted stealing of the stone, Yeah, right? So that would mean that if he wanted to keep a closer eye on him, yeah. well, that hasn't happened yet. That moment no, of yeah. keeping a closer eye on Quirrell hasn't happened until after the stone is taken by Hagrid. So when you meet him in the Leaky Cauldron, the, the question is, is Voldemort under that turban at that time? Or is he not? Oh, I yeah. don't think he is. See, that's what I'm saying. Is that like he's he's in contact with him, but but then people say they didn't. He didn't used to wear a turban. They do say and that, that that he probably started wearing it obviously because he had Voldemort in the back of his head, or maybe yeah, it's so wild. How do you, yeah? And it's, it's a really it, minute point. Yeah, it's just sort it of is. like that's when you do a reread. That's you, yeah. you're looking <laughs> for those things that either don't make sense or inconsistencies or that maybe uh, give you a different idea as to how things went and whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But um, anyway, uh, yeah. So, so th- we, we do get the reveal of, of Quirrell's turban and it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. I yeah. think it's very interesting how the idea of good and evil is described here in this chapter okay. by him yeah. because Voldemort, Voldemort told Quirrell that they don't exist like good and evil doesn't exist Mm -hmm. but only power right so either someone is powerful or not but they never you know tell you what is what does powerful mean what does it mean to be powerful Mm -hmm. 
um, is it the just you know the ability and resources to control things the way you want to? Is that true power to them? And what does true power actually mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, it it seems yeah, like distorted by you know whoever it is that, but by the individual you're talking to, like that. Yeah. It's it's. And, and and then yeah. again, we 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 wonder why is someone hungry for power? If power means you can control things, it basically means you you are in control, right? You can, money is power because you can buy things and therefore control them. You can tell someone I will pay you to do this, so you control them. It's control over things, and and the lack of control is what throws us off in life, right? Mm-hmm. If we feel like we have we don't have control. Um, and the thing is, young Quirrell was often overseen, not very confident. Mm-hmm. He wanted power to be, or that control, if you will, to be noticed and acknowledged and looked up to. And that's like he, the thing. Or he was probably made fun of for all yes. the all the all the troll experiments he was doing. You know. Yeah, and that's. I'm, the, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. All the guys only go with trolls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a weird speci- specialty, special, special, yeah, specialty, or specialization speciality. to yeah. have, and yeah. and he was probably a little weird as a kid, and it just <sighs> really feel, it makes you feel like you gotta be nice to people, don't make fun of them, don't bully people, because that's what drives them to do crazy things like that, because they feel like oh yeah, no they, one sees them for who they are, and that's where they get. Yeah, they're not valued. They're Hungry not yeah, for it, for something they don't have. Yeah, yeah, for for power and for a way to kind of put you know, uh, people in their place or to be bullies or to be whatever and to go. Cr- I mean, yeah, it happens. It it, yeah. it can be a dark path that that uh, people unintentionally set other mm-hmm. folks down. That they don't realize that they're reinforcing those ideas in their minds. Yeah. Right, and they're not doing anything to 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 help or whatever. Yeah. So when you, I, as a teacher, oftentimes I do see these kids who are their environments that they grow up in or or what they're interested in or just uh, they're they're not typical mm-hmm. for for example mm-hmm. and they don't fit into the norms they don't fit into the the vast majority and therefore they're uh, isolated made fun of picked on or whatever not accepted and yeah. so then it reinforces this isolation between them and right. another group and then they want to kind yeah it can turn into a dark path Right. And that's <laughs> just, yeah, you feel like maybe that's something that happened to Quirrell. I mean, yeah. We don't know. It'd be interesting to get more on his backstory or yeah. his venturing. Like, it would be wild to see a, I, I guess, a, a bright, uh, a, a bright, happy Quirrell. Yes. I mean, it's not who I imagine, I guess, when I think of him growing up or whatever, uh, I, like, out venturing around. I mean, he, maybe it does, because he does say when he was yeah. young and he was out and about, and then he comes across Voldemort, who yeah. really is a different type of, not just your typical bullying at yeah. school or somebody who's going to like pick on you and make fun of you he's the dark lord who's yeah. like who can manipulate you who can yeah who can spin your mind in a lot of different ways and distort your your view on stuff so there's that's a little bit different so it yeah. just would be cool to kind of see his story his path what it was like for him yeah. growing up and you think about him being at hogwarts himself yeah. possibly and yeah so and, and we see the cool thing is like I said, we have Quirrell as one example, but we also have Harry, on the other hand, who also was picked on, overseen, bullied most of his life. Snape as well. And turns out differently. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. there's always, th- it's always a combination of your choices and your circumstances, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Yeah. even though you all have the terrible circumstances, you still have choices. For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and that's what Dumbledore says. That's what he says. <laughs> that's what he says. 
So anyways, we, we kind of go over just a couple things. I, this is interesting to, to learn more about Voldemort. Uh, he says, see what I have become, mm. mere shadow and vapor. Mm. I have form only when I can share another's body. But there have always been those willing to let me into their hearts and minds. Yeah. Unicorn blood has strengthened me these past weeks. You saw faithful Quirrell drinking it from me in the go. forest. <laughs> Lord have mercy Myth did busted. me. And I'm... <laughs> Oh boy, was he not doing a backwards sort of <laughs> drinking it for me? I mean, <laughs> I'll never I'll get over that. I'll draw a picture of that. Yeah, it's like you should actually do some artwork of how coral, <laughs> and it's so terrible because that poor unicorn is just not even right. I, mm. I I don't mean to make light of that because I love unicorns and Rachel, my niece, would just be like, oh, why? You know, it's just not right. Um, but anyways, yeah, just <laughs> ridiculous image. So now there's also this bit that uh, Voldemort knows. He knows Harry's lying. Mm. He can read his mind a little bit. He does have totally those shows his powers those powers a little bit, yeah. yeah. And it's not named, it's not whatever, but as you grow and as you get a little further into the series, you realize that is exactly what uh, Vol- that's what Dumbledore will prepare Harry yeah. against. Yeah. And Snape will help with that as well. So those are cool things that happen yeah. here early on in, in the series that then uh, J.K. Rowling will elaborate on or bring back, bring full circle, if you will, mm. later on. I, so I just think it's, again... It, it, the complexity, it starts with this small, like, children's book, your first year there, you can get into it, and then you the series, you can it grows. It grows yeah. with you, and then things that you remember in that childhood book happen yeah. later in the other books that are much bigger, more complex, yes. and longer, and you're like, whoa, we're older now. We're, that's, it's such a well-written thing. Yeah. I don't know how to... Uh, it's just that's so why it's good. so fun to go back now and read all these little things and in between yeah. and fill the gaps, yeah. Yeah, so hard to hear though. Um, Voldemort talking to Harry directly about, yeah. um, you know, killing his father, and then yeah. um, the mother didn't need to die, and she was trying to protect you, and so on, and whatever. And again, now we so. know why she really didn't have to die because she prom- he actually kind of kind of promised Snape he wouldn't kill Lily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She exactly. didn't have to die. Exactly. So. Um, so we get into the fight. There, there. Uh, sees him, sees him. Right. We get all this kind of stuff, and Harry's scar is, is blinding pain as yeah. this is happening. And then uh, Quirrell is trying to pin Harry to the ground. He's walking backward at him. By yeah, the way. walking backward <laughs> at him. Doesn't at sound first. so easy. Yeah, like that's so weird to see as well. <laughs> um, they're trying to get the stone, uh, you know, from Harry uh, or, or, or whatever. But uh, the fight kind of breaks out, and Quirrell, the, you know, he's he's told to kill him. To, to be done with it, to kill him, and the Quirrell raises his hands to perform the deadly curse, but Harry, by instinct, reached up and grabbed Quirrell's face. I know. Right? His face blisters I mean, and he's, so on, so it's wild. It's fighting for dear life mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. Harry here. Yeah. And it's, I, I do think your instincts would kick in mm-hmm. in that moment, and you would just do anything you can, like get your nails out and... Yeah, and... Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything. Any, yeah. Instinct takes over. So um, as you hear Voldemort yelling, kill him, kill him. Other voices, maybe in Harry's own head, crying, Harry, Harry. Yeah. Is that it's, his parents? Is that Dumbledore, Dumbledore? Right. On his way there. For sure. It's but Dumbledore. Then you think Dumbledore is hearing then Voldemort say these things. He's he's hearing two voices. He's hearing Quirrell's voice and, mm-hmm. and, and Voldemort's voice. So Dumbledore is not a, not a fool. So yeah. this is this is wild for him to kind of see this. This is his back, and this boy, yeah. uh, the chosen one, who he's been trying to protect for all these years, he's validated. I mean, yeah. I mean, validated in, in all the protections and the links he went to to like send him oh, with yeah. his aunt and uncle, and and to put him through all of that. It's like, look, you're it. You're in danger still. This yeah. is still something that I. This guy wants to come back. You're the boy who lived. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, just wild. But uh, we do wake up in with in with Madame Pomfrey. Anything you want to say on that first on the fight or anything? No, I want to no. talk about how he wakes up in the hospital wing because that's yeah. I love that. Yeah, love I, that yes. scene in the movie. I love that scene in the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just um, I mean he's he's panicking still, right? Because oh, what yeah. he can kind of remember are these, you know, the it, what seems like dreams, but it's also just yeah. like events and. He's out for like three days, right? Yeah, but this the last thing he can remember was not you know, was uh Voldemort in, in Quirrell. Yeah, exactly, in exactly. And so he's still he's he's waking up kind of you know panicking. The stone, sir, the stone, right? He's yeah. he's wanting to know where it's at and everything. Now, quick aside here, I last night, and I mean literally this past night, I also had a dream. Okay. Remember I told you what it was about? Yeah, the you told me. Orange globs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You wanted to. You said actually, and let had, me talk to you about it on the podcast. On the podcast, I <laughs> so said. So I don't know what it is yet. You have no idea. So I last night. You, you if you look at the sorcerer's stone or the philosopher's stone, what color is it? It's kind of got like a. Oh yeah, that orange. Like in it's the like a fiery movie, orange. In, in, in the movie, it will um, reflect the fire around yeah. it, and yeah. it's like an orange, blood orange almost. Blood orange, exactly. Now take that color. And we were, I don't know where we were, we had gone down several different levels Mm -hmm. in this house that we were in, which I think of Hogwarts, and going down through the different, like, you know, tests or whatever. It it wasn't a test or anything, but we're we're down somewhere. Yeah. We're walking around, we turn around, and there is just this moving glob spider about as big as a small dog that is, like, walking around, and you're like... You, you freak out. You want me uh. to kill it. And it's like, but it ha- you can tell it's gel and it's also kind of stone. And it's like this, it reflects just like the sorcerer's stone. Okay. And, but it's like this, it's like an orange thing. And then there's the, <laughs> then the orange globs, which were kind of like stony like, but they also were moving stone. It was so trippy. Okay. They start walking out and you're like, where did they all come from? Yeah. And we find this little like vent or this grate where they were coming out of. Ew. So I've got to like stomp on them. And I've got to like squash them, mm. and then Ugh. they were gross. And then some of them turned into spiders. Some were kind of tinkling and walking along, Ugh. you know. And then others were like glob on the top, but yet weren't like had little legs underneath, like a big glob like this with little tiny legs that were moving underneath. And it was just weird. So then finally we had to like duct tape the um, <laughs> like the the vent, the, the vent yeah. but we could see under. It was like t- it was like tape you could see through or whatever. And it was clear and you could see them on the other side, like starting to kind of like wanting to come up and picking at the tape and trying to get through. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. But I was fighting like crazy. You. Yeah. I, I, I defended like a us. I, I, one of them I sat on. Ugh. One I had to step on and one I had to sit on. It was oh, crazy. Did they stink just like the stink bugs? No, they didn't stink. No, they were just really big and okay. really scary. You know, like from the floor up to your knee. Kind of big. Ugh. Yeah. That's and I was like gross sorry but anyways that was the fight that i had last night and uh, i woke up this morning still thinking Sweating. about it and i was just like the orange globs <laughs> the orange globs <laughs> professor yeah <Get> it's <laughs> like a mix of uh the first and the second movie with yeah. the spiders and stuff yeah it was weird it was definitely weird i was definitely thinking about harry potter and how we were going to get up early and we were going to be oh. covering the sorcerer's stone and it just it was a dream that came to me last night so i wanted to share i hope that's not um, like a foreshadowing of something i, I hope orange bobs <laughs> are not coming tonight for no. sure but uh but yeah no i like when when he first wakes up i think there was another bit you wanted to talk about too which is is there a candy shop oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'll get to that okay, in a second. okay 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 i just want to mention how wonderful warm like 
Dumbledore being there, he just symbolizes to me like safety, comfort, kindness, right? Mm -hmm. That you're in that deadly situation. You wake up and you're in a bed. Yeah. It's warm. You're, you know, comfortable in your pillow and Dumbledore sits next to your bed and he's smiling at you. And yeah. you see the twinkling. It's even like the glasses that he sees. It's it's almost like he sees the sn- yeah. golden snitch or something, but no, it's the glasses. And it's, and it's to me, I just want to challenge you to think, think about this. This is the other side of power is you provide safety. Yes. If you provide safety, you're also in power because this is also a, a currency, a, a good, you know, and Dumbledore sees that. I mean, he is probably the other most powerful wizard of that time. Yeah. Compared sure. to Voldemort. And that's why he can provide provide that safety. And that's why people, you know, follow him, do what he says and... Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. To, to us, it seems this is the good kind of power. Yeah, because you sure. protect. And that's what you know. McGonagall says at one point in the series, like that he that all those powers that Voldemort and and other dark wizards use, like ah, they they know more about those things, or they they have powers that that I don't have, and it's because yeah. you know McGonagall's like because you choose not to use them. Yeah, you choose you choose something different. You choose, and so it's all your choices. And it's like you, like you said, he chooses to be. Um, fighting for this side yeah. of, of things. You yeah. know, I, what you, you talk about, uh, oftentimes we see this whole series, right? It's Harry Potter, and it's all about Harry waking up in the in the, in the medical wing, and yeah. it's it, we always see it through his lens, and Dumbledore sitting there, Dumbledore's talking to him. But think of how many times in the series Dumbledore is speaking to, like, Katie Bell when something happens yes. to her, right? When she's yeah. up in the medical wing, or, you know, you need, and she wakes up. Who's yeah. there to comfort her and talk to her? Is it Flitwick? Right. Is Flitwick uh-huh. there, or is, is another professor there? kind yeah. of representing that power figure and, yeah. and they're there to assure the student that everything's okay and they talk yeah. to them. Like those other professors are so cool yeah. and also sure. super powerful. But I can imagine Dumbledore being around for those characters. Yeah. We have a whole book where Dumbledore is not really speaking or engaging with Harry, but he is yeah. talking to other people yeah. and he is talking to other students and trying to make sure that they're well taken care of and yeah. and, and going about his business. It's just, it, yeah, I, I love daydreaming, thinking about that other yeah, side of Dumbledore and yes, and other students who were under his care and stuff. It's it's awesome. It's awesome to see it through Harry's uh, perspective, yeah. for sure. But then to say this is not the only time that it happened. Yeah. Dumbledore does this all the time. This is who he is. Yes, he's wonderful to the students. All yeah. of them. It's it's just great to hear him talk to all the students and uh, unless, even unless like even like the the way um, he talks about Malfoy, poor Malfoy, yeah, you know, yeah. in, in uh, half of half blood prince. He's now, unless you are watching Puffs, and then you'll know that. Um, Remember when uh, at the end of Puffs, when I forget the the main character, he shows up at the end, and he's he's been like uh, he's been killed in the Battle of Hogwarts, and he goes there and he's talking Wayne to Wayne. It's Wayne. Wayne, Wayne is talking to <laughs> Professor Dumbledore, and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" <laughs> yeah. He's just like, and he wants to talk to him. He's like, "Oh, is this?" Is, I'm is, just waiting for the next one. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> this is really not." Um, Meant for you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, it's so, so great. Because he's sort of like, okay, Wayne. So he doesn't even remember yeah. his name. Yeah. You know, he's, 
He's like, Harry? <laughs> totally Wayne. And he's just like, move on, move on. So they, they set it up to where it's like Dumbledore's only cared about you yeah. know, Harry and oh didn't gosh, care about so any of the other, other students there and definitely didn't care about Wayne. Oh my uh, God, and the girl who plays Harry, she's so good. And they yeah, all play different yeah. roles. I, I just, yeah. I, we we, we gotta cannot watch it. recommend that. <laughs> we gotta watch it tonight. For you guys. I'm down to watch it tonight because, yes. yeah, we're going to a Halloween party tonight too. So let's do it. Uh, perfect time to do it. But anyway, you know, Dumbledore is there for the students. And I, I love talking about Dumbledore. I yeah. love talking about, like, when I talk about, uh, like, wizards and Jedi masters and, yeah. and things like that, like, they are, I think of Gandalf or I think of Obi-Wan, they're there for other people. But in the story that we're locked in on, the protagonist, the mm-hmm. person who we're following, yeah, we see them talk to, like, be a caretaker or, or um, like, a guide by the side for that individual. Yeah. But they're also guiding other people. And they have yeah. before in the past. And yeah. you think about before Harry ever even got to, to Hogwarts, who was Dumbledore talking to then? Who was yeah. he there to help? What were yeah. those students' lives like? And then you hear Molly Weasley often talk about, oh, Albus Dumbledore, yes. Dumbledore, that oh, that they, man, what a what a great man, and and like they yeah. all think of him fondly, and he was always there to help or whatever, yeah. and I just think it's great. You know, it makes me think of it actually makes me think of Greg a little bit, yeah, and how <laughs> many generations of students have come through yeah. and were in his choir and were, uh, uh, you know, there with him. They My were host welcome. Father, yeah. your host when father, I, and he's here. a teacher up in Port Clinton. And he's yep. been there for years. Music he's, and choir teacher. 30-some years or whatever. Yep. And he retired. And, and kids, the community, they know him. And when they talk about him, they, they think fondly of him. You have fond yeah. memories of your oh, teacher. Yeah. And uh, your teacher's up there as well, too. So it's awesome. It's just, it's really, I don't know, just it's kind of cool to think about those people that are there in your lives, that are there to help, that are there when you wake up from uh, an attack uh, that's happened with the Dark Lord. Yeah. And who's that teacher that's in there, you know, or that person or that mentor uh, could be your your father, your mother, whoever. Maybe you're that person, right? Well, yeah, maybe for you someone know, that's else. What I, right? I just thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Because we are teachers, obviously, and we see the, our yeah. perspective as the teacher's perspective, well, perspective now. I think I think too. <laughs> Harry grows up; he'll be that person. Harry oh yeah, will be absolutely. That person yeah. For his kids and for other people at yeah. the ministry or for friends or or whoever. You guys who are listening, you are that person. Mm-hmm. Like you can be that person for someone else. Yeah. You have to choose to be, and I yeah. So it's just cool yeah. to think about sorry guys we get a little crazy i got i got a little, I got a little no wild, i love this part because there's so many good quotes in this okay give them to in me in this part because you've got tons of notes we, we saw that earlier i know, I know because there are so many good words uh lines read them to us um yeah for example when they talk about death you know like Perrineau and nicholas are gonna die because the elixir of life is no longer here right, right. um and then harry is you know he's a he's a kid he's like that's the worst thing ever you know, yeah, but Dumbledore, yeah. wise old man, mm-hmm. says this to one as young as you. I'm sure it seems incredible, but to Nicholas and Perrineau, it really is like going to bed after a very, very long day. After all, to the well-organized mind, death is but the next great ad- adventure. Yeah. To the well-organized mind, death is but the next great adventure. Yeah. Wild. And it's it's so... I mean, great words for a young adult book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how we see that, like, full circle in the last book. Oh, yeah. When we yeah. see that train station-like place, that yes. King's Cross-like place that will move on to the next adventure. You the know, next like, adventure. you could. Yes. He has the choice. Do you, Dumbledore Get says it. Get on this it. train. Yeah. If you want to, you can. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. can also go back. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's cool. It's so good. When when I think about, so one of the, um, I I also, uh, gosh, like Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, covers that stuff as well, right? Which is life and death. Yeah. And that story and how, so Gandalf says says a very similar thing. Yeah. Well, and actually that's sort of a movieism, and I think somebody else says it differently in the books. But the whole point is, is that like you have those figures who sort of say, this is not the end. Yeah. Right. This is the, yeah, we, we, we have to kind of, um, uh, make choices with the time mm-hmm. that's given to us. We have to decide what to do or whatever. But once this time is over that, then we start the next great adventure. Yeah. And you and I often talk about spirits yeah. and, and yeah. spirit realm and let's, you know, what's, what's out there and uh, yeah. the, just how energy and uh, things are recycled and whatever. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm just so, uh, we just know energy yeah. is never lost. That's a law. Yeah, like we are well, energy. Energy can't get lost. How many people do? Yeah. Uh, th- not to get super crazy with this, <laughs> but like, you, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you come in. What's the What's the movie that we watch with the little spirits that jump down into the world? There's a oh big, yeah yeah yeah. What is that called? Soul? Uh, soul? Is it no soul? no no spirit? No it's soul. I think soul. it's soul. Yeah, yeah. And and so they're little these little like um, things that are going around and they yeah. jump down into the world and they, yes. they, they, they occupy a body and then they live out a life and then they come back up and they have their, their time. I kind of think it's like that. I kind of yeah. think that movie is yeah. onto something. It's really cool. Yeah. And it just is, is really interesting to think about. So the next great adventure and whatnot, but yeah, he's, he's talking about Nicholas Flamel and it's so crazy to see in this book, them talk about this guy. And I now know. we know who that guy is. And fantastic beast. Yeah. yeah and we know what he, that he worked awesome. with professor Hicks and, and yeah. you had that story. You're like, dang. And perfection. Hicks has probably been, maybe I don't know. If it, well, she could still be. How old is Professor Hicks? You know what I mean. Like we don't know. If oh, I do feel like she would still be around because Newt is still around. Yeah, it's possible that that she's still around or whatever. Yeah. And they, um, they they would know. You think about Nicholas Flamel getting his his life in order and getting his affairs all set. You feel like they might have a final gathering where Dumbledore comes and Professor Hicks yeah. and yeah. whoever else. Oh and yeah, they, they're all older. Or I so reflecting on that. We time. get to see that. Sorry. That'd be cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I do think, yeah, that's a great quote. And it's a really it's it's really neat to to think about Dumbledore framing things that way. And yeah. And, and as you said, for a young adult novel, it's it's a it's very appropriate yes. way to kind of talk about it. And it's it's nice. Yeah. Um. So what else did you have? Any other other quotes? Um. The other one was uh, the truth, a beautiful and terrible thing. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. when Harry asked about what's you know, tell me the truth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's uh, again, two sides of a coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. you want to hear the truth, but do you really sometimes? Yeah, it is. It truth can, can be hard to hear. Yes, sometimes, but it is very important yeah. to hear. It can, it can, it can it actually really can um, free up your mind, and you yeah. you then are not because sometimes without it, and w- if we don't know, we sit there and we wonder and we worry and we we freak out and we go crazy or whatever. But then there's the other side of it, which is just to sort of believe what you believe like yeah. with mysteries and the things that are unknown having faith and just being able to kind of believe what you believe and walk yeah. walk forward in that light but sometimes truth can if, if it's known if it's something that you can share yeah. with someone else it can help you but it can also hurt as well oh, it yeah. may hurt at first and then um help help in the long run but and, and, and truth is you know what it, it's always a little ambiguous what is really truth because it's always a lot of things are up to your own lens your own interpretation oh of for things. sure if, yeah just i mean there's facts for sure like there's facts Lies like, over here like there's no such thing as truth <laughs> but even no no no. but even saying this is or th- this book cover is yellow right okay and then you have someone like dave 
who says, "Oh no, to me it's this color because." And Dave is our friend who is he's, we, he's color he's colorblind. He's colorblind. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that's a true like. It's just a different name for it, I guess. It's the same amount of light that gets reflected, blah blah blah. You know, if you want to get into the physics oh of boy. light, oh boy. there is a truth fact to that. But at the same time, there is like, you know, lots lots of things can be. No, I get what you're saying because what what he sees versus what we it. see yeah. is actually different. Yeah, and they're not the same, and that's yeah. yeah that that I, I get you. And then you know, you also have sort of like the same physical thing is happening there, the 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 science of it or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too meta, too deep into this, but it's yeah, just—it's just. Okay. It, I love this chapter so much because Dumbledore to me is just this safety. I, I just feel good. I just feel like it's something terrible happened is this to the Harry. First time but we, we've heard about Dumbledore. Do we? Is this the first time they actually Wait talk? A second. Yeah. Right. Um, they we, don't know where his Dumbledore office is. Dumbledore was there is, in the beginning, so we know about Dumbledore. Harry yeah. never really got to speak to him. Um, we see him at the table. He's he, up he there. He speaks to the school. Right. So we, we get that. But this is really yeah. the first time that... You get to talk to him. They yeah. are talking, I think. Right. So. And, and and there's lots of questions, obviously. Harry hmm. wants to know what's going on. And Dumbledore can't really tell him. Because why? Because he doesn't... I mean, could he have told him about all this stuff? All that he, he says doesn't in wanna, the end. He doesn't want to trouble yeah, him with that. He's well, a young he, boy. He suspects a lot of it. And the things that he does yeah. know are, are true. Yeah, you wouldn't share that with a young boy yet. That's yeah. not... It's not fair. That's not right. Um, yeah. Let, let, let him live out his life. And Snape yes. struggles with that, too, and yes. is sort of, like, heartbroken by it. Oh, my goodness, which yeah. Which is crazy. So. And it's, you know, when they talk about Harry's parents, again, I think it's such a small line, but Dumbledore says, or it says, Dumbledore now became very interested in a bird out on the windowsill. Oh, which gave Harry yeah. time to dry his eyes on the sheet. Yeah. So oh considerate. So, so, I mean, like, gosh, you know, I love. Yeah. He's so considerate. And so like, oh, you know, God. can I say something? Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Because I think people, oh my gosh, I can think of actually several situations where a student was embarrassed or cried or needed a moment. Right. And mm -hmm. I became very interested in the card deck that I was flipping through or my computer, or I became uh, very much interested in something else to give them that moment so that way they weren't maybe super embarrassed because I'm just staring yes. at them while they're crying oh my goodness, or while they're yes. whatever. That's yeah. what we do. That is so well done yeah. and said yeah. there because yeah. that happens so many times and, and you give people yeah. their moment and their space or whatever and help them feel more comfortable or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, some people are not as in tune with those uh, the, those social cues, those, those cues or whatever, but uh, yeah. if, if, you, if you can, it's, yeah, I don't know. It just made me think of a few times where that has happened. Yep. Anyway, sorry. And I was going to talk about, you know, um, Harry wants to know, he heard from Quirrell that, you know, why did Snape hate him so much? And then something with his father. And I wanted to talk about that, but we're going to do that another day when it really comes up with the marauders and everything. We're going to okay. get deep into that okay. because I have other things I want to talk about. And we're already on one hour, 22 minutes. So <laughs> I just okay. think um, it's something for another day to discuss how Snape, Dumbl uh, Snape and James were involved with Sirius and Remus and all that stuff. So gotcha. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about also how so after Dumbledore leaves, obviously Ron and Hermione are there. They're oh, ha they're blessing. Harry's family. Yeah. yeah, they're Harry's best friends. They have been through a lot of the tasks mm -hmm. together with him, and they were so brave as well. Yeah. And I think Ron says something really interesting when they um, talk about the things and Dumbledore's actions. Yeah. He says, "Do you think he meant you to do it?" Sending your father's cloak and everything? 
Whoa. Page. Let, let me see. Like, because I, I wrote down Harris and Hermione's reactions. Page three hundred and two. Did he mean really to do just in case? <laughs> just, just in case. In case. <laughs> uh, just it in was, case what? Justin. Right. I mean, interesting. It was, it was Justin. Huh. Did he mean for you to do it? Ron says. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah here. Do Do you think you mentioned it? Yeah. And then Hermione's like, well. Hermione exploded. Mm -hmm. If he did, I mean to say, that's terrible. You could have been killed. Yeah. And then Harry says, no, it isn't, says Harry thoughtfully. He's a funny man, Dumbledore. I think he sort of wanted to give me a chance. I think he knows more or less everything that goes on here, you know. I reckon he had a pretty good idea we were going to try. And instead of stopping us, he just taught us enough to help. I don't think it was an accident he let me find out the, uh, how the mirror worked. Hmm. It's almost like he thought I had the right to face Voldemort if I could. Whoa, I totally don't remember that. And that is wild. That is one of the things that Dumbledore is criticized for sometimes, which yeah. is that like yeah. he almost uses Harry as bait is what the the, 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 the one perspective would be like well was he trying to to pull um Voldemort out was were there some unknowns that he just sort of said okay he's protected enough Harry has these protections I know about these protections he'll be okay Lily's um you know sacrifice is still there and still working for him and he knows about see that is interesting because if you if you do know for a fact that there are still protections around him and that that is that he's that they're unable to touch him essentially or whatever in that way and that the protection still exists through Aunt Petunia yeah. and so on. I mean yes. he clearly does know something yeah. that we don't know and it's super it's still kind of a mystery. He never mm-hmm. really articulates exactly what he knows or, or how well he knows it or how. I so know. so so then it gives him sort of this confidence to sort of say like, I know what I'm doing yeah. and Harry's gonna be fine. Whereas yeah. people who if you don't know what Dumbledore knows, then you're sort of like, why the heck would you do that, Dumbledore? Yeah. Why would you risk a kid's life? And he was like, I mean, truly, he, he might did be saying risk it. he wasn't. He was never at. He maybe he's thinking there was less risk than we realize. Mm. We might think it was more risky than it actually was. I don't know because he does rush back, and he does sort of say like, I think he is remorseful. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a tricky one. Then again, mm-hmm. they're just speculating about this. Right. They're just thinking it. It doesn't mean it's actually what Dumbledore yeah. did or wanted. But at the it's same time, we get we get that conversation when you know we hear about Snape and, and McGonagall talking to Dumbledore later on, that they were like yeah, shocked no. too that he almost you know he raised the pig to, for slaughter. Thing yeah, oh conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah, essentially yeah they're shocked. Yeah. And this is all, but it's, yeah I don't know but it's more than that though yeah. which is another conversation for another day. But I mean it's it's just to get our minds sort of thinking about yeah Dumbledore and what he what his plan was what he knew what he didn't know um how he trusted harry or how he maybe maybe as harry says felt that he had a right to face him yeah i mean hey i don't know yeah so. that's pretty cool too actually and we we get the feeling like in the next book he knows less i feel like and then his uh, by and the time ta- like at b- the, end, the end when he gets the book he's like oh my wizard gosh, gosh. yeah this is Merlin's it. Like, beard. That's when he really gets into, and then in prisoner yep. is when I really feel like he knows everything that's going on, and like you know, with the time mm-hmm, turner and mm-hmm. what's you know he, 
he seems to know what they've already done. Yeah, he has hunches and, and, <laughs> and suspicions yeah. or whatever right now in this book, but it definitely becomes more and more yeah. clear. And typically, Dumbledore would say, his guess or his, um, I don't know, his, uh, uh, if he has a, an assumption or, or a hunch or whatever, his guess is pretty well, oh, like, yeah. normally well-informed and, yeah. and very educated and very uh, <laughs> he knows. on the nose, he if knows, you will. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that is good. That's there's a lot of good quotes here by the bedside, and it's yeah. good to see Ron and Hermione show up there, and for them to come back together, and it's it feels good. It feels like a really good way to kind of conclude everything. Um, th- you know, there's a lot of explaining, and, and things are filled in, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Hagrid. Hagrid, Hagrid comes in once oh. Hermione and Ron are. Um, they had to leave, and then Hagrid comes, and it is, I mean, like in um, remembrance of Robbie Coltrane. Coltrane. Yeah. It's the sweetest thing ever, the gift that he gives Harry. By the way, he he apologized. He's so, like, you know, he feels like it's his, it's all his fault. Mm-hmm. And he apologizes, and he says, I'll never drink again. He says that <laughs> in the book. And I'm like, uh, Hagrid, uh, that's a lie. We've all, we've all been there, Hagrid. <laughs> we've all been there. That is not <laughs> accurate, but okay. Uh, it's like you know you ate so much cake you're like i'm never gonna eat cake again i'm oh, no, just kidding just kidding <laughs> christmas cake oh <laughs> but honestly like the gift is the sweetest thing ever i sometimes forget that he did that but it's they even included it in the movie um the book the photo album oh yeah yeah he gives her he gathered in the book we only see one picture but he actually uh, sorry in the movie we only see one picture um I think, but later he Harry looks at it again in in this chamber or something where it's mm-hmm. a different picture. So in the book, it's an album full of photos that he gathered from old school friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you feel like oh, <laughs> you know, Sirius would have had more than enough, but he couldn't contact him because mm-hmm. they still thought Sirius was a mass murderer. Right, so. right, right. Um, yeah. But that was so sweet that because because they're moving pictures, they're like little movies. You see your parents mm-hmm. move and yeah. and kiss you know you as a baby and right, right. it's just and they did that so well in the movie. Yeah, I like think. little videos. Yeah. yeah, so that That's was cool. amazing, and it just shows how what an awesome person well, Hagrid is. Look, it's like it's like Robbie said, Hagrid's still here. Yeah, yes, and, and and honestly, Robbie's attached to Hagrid forever, and he's, I know. he's brought him to life in a way that's just wild you know that we we merge them in our mind when, when, when we read the books and think of him and everything so <laughs> it's wonderful it's wonderful to think about Hagrid showing up here and he'll, he'll, he'll continue to do that for generations or for our kids and so on and your kids and it's just like it's great yeah <laughs> so. sorry I just read this um about the next part in the great hall yeah because Harry gets to go to the feast and I just thought imagine Dumbledore getting ready for his you know like if, if you imagine he had a what is it called a tie not a tie but the other thing a bow yeah, bow. Like, sure. you know, uh, looking in the mirror, like, you know, like straightening his bow and like mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. his speech he's going to give. And he's like, I'm going to show Slytherin that they're not going to be. The that they're not going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what if he's rehearsing said, his speech, how he's going to present that? What if he also <laughs> like, like, yeah, oh gosh, we could almost do like a little short or a video of that where Dumbledore is like doing the math real quick, you know? He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's a quick little math numbers. Hmm, how many points do I need to give? I them? know, right? You know, I mean, like. He had to think of that. That's ridiculous. So it's ridiculous. It's not just like <laughs> he decided, oh, yeah, 50 points. I mean, you know what I mean? You had to do the totals. 
to make sure that they were over. Because why not 25 points or why not 35 I or, know. or 40? It had to be that number. And, it, and he did that math prior <laughs> too. I mean, he's dramatic. Let's I know, just be honest. I know, it's so dramatic. And it's really not cool for the Slytherins because it's like, you could have given Harry that point, you know, the points in the hospital wing when you see him. And or, no one knows what went down. No one, I mean... It's, I mean, he says the whole school knows, so they all yeah, spread exactly. the rumor. But I mean, but like, <laughs> no one really knows. It's just like... could have been They could have made it up. Yeah, it's just this big rumor. What happened? What happened? What, 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 you know, Harry Potter, yeah. what happened? You know? So, same thing, too, when they get in trouble. All the yeah. points are gone. And like, True, they, they don't they really do? know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, it is... It's cool. It's a surprise at yeah. the end, and it is very... For kids, you're like, yes, yes. I know. It's, it's a... Yeah. But you, as an adult, you look back, you're like, wow. Dumbledore. Right? Come on. Do something more. Is there not a way that everybody wins the House Cup this year? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, come on. Oh, yeah, like everyone got the Teacher of the Year award. Yeah, during the pandemic, when my school district basically <laughs> was like, you know what? It was the only year where I've ever been nominated, too. So yeah. I was nominated for Teacher of the Year. And then they're like, guess what? Everyone gets it this year. I know. It's been a crazy year. I think which, about it every fair, time. Fair. Every time, because I substitute in different buildings for different yeah. teachers. Do you every, see their little plaques? Every time they have their little award yeah. sitting there. And I'm like, yeah. I see the year. And not, not like, oh, my gosh. I Not like they, I would have won, they, but I was nominated. And yeah. I, I just want to say <laughs> thank you to those who nominated me. Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> Uh, that was crazy. It's just so ironic. That's my <laughs> life right there. And you know what? That's how I, that's how I like it. Because I, I, I think everyone, yeah, really though, truly, because you're like, dang, so many kids work so hard for yeah. all those different points. And yeah. it's, I know it's a competition, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, I mean, that does, was the. Does Hermione deserve it? Yes. Well, hey. She, she's carrying. How about this though? Shoulders. How about this? I get, okay, Gryffindor students did some awesome things, service, special services to the school, yeah. helped out, et cetera. Cool. That, that year they get it. But how about the Battle of Hogwarts? Who gets it that year? I feel like every house and everyone who participated gets the House Cup that year. All right? Sorry. I just want to say that's a year we should be sharing it. Yeah. Okay? Because we shared the load. I know. The battle load. I highly Sorry. doubt there was a ceremony for the House I Cup. I highly doubt it, too. <laughs> but just, you know. And it gets us to the next point because Dumb- Dumbledore, we see in this book, he's this... He's full of humor and lightheartedness in his, you know, has that in his demeanor. And, and we get more and more serious over the years. But because We do get more and more the serious. The business gets Black. more and more serious, you yeah, know? Sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. so, so, you know, I mean, it's it's a little sad because it's, that I love that Dumbl- that first book, Dumbledore. Yeah. He's, I don't know. He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, and it's still there, um, you know, more even in the books than in the movies. But you can feel the burden of the task to defeat Voldemort um, grow over the years on him. Yeah, it weighs on him, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He's already defeated one Dark Lord, and it cost him a lot, and it was just... Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, now he's now he's much older in life, and, and uh, you, yeah, you have to rise once again to that occasion and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say when he awarded points, by the way, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think it was so sweet when Percy... In the book, he's so proud. Ron, he's like, he says in the book, my brother, you know, my youngest brother got past McGonagall's chest that he like talks around yeah. to people around him. Like, you know, that's so. That is cute. That's yeah. all that Ron wants. Cool. It's like yeah, being, his... uh, you know, like successful amongst his 
successful brothers. Yeah, because yeah, it's tough. He's in a position of like he, he, you, you want to do something for your not just your Gryffindor house, but your yeah. family, your house, the Weasleys. He wants. Yeah. There's so much pressure to to be born into that, and they're all doing great yeah. things. And well, what do I do? Whatever. Yeah. yeah so that's cool. So it I is good. It's really good that he has there, that has his moment. Percy, Percy's proud of him. Yeah. His little brother. Um, and then <laughs> I want to see a scene where Snape is shaking Minerva's hand with a horrible forced smile because that's yeah. how it's described yeah. in the book. Oh, is like, it? Yeah. Yeah. Minerva, deserve it. Yep. You guys did a great job. <laughs> Maybe your chess game should have been a little more, yeah. you know, up to par. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much it. We, we get a, an awesome feast and... Uh, Gryffindor the, uh, Voldemort. Why did I want to say Voldemort? Vernon. Oh, <laughs> Vernon is waiting well. there for Harry. Waiting and for Harry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, out, we they, learned they, they went came. out in twos and threes. They remembered. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> they got to be there. They That's were there true. To pick them up. At least, say, yeah, give them some credit. Do, do you think Dumbledore sent them a letter like, "You better be there to pick them up"? He might have. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You wonder if they find later in life, like. Um, uh, Dudley has a stack of letters from Dumbledore. He's like, Mom, save these two. You know, not just your blanket that you were brought in, but also these little correspondences from Dumbledore. Yeah. And she was, you know, more in correspondence with him than we realized. Yeah. Crazy. I know. Crazy. Aunt Petunia, let's go. Yeah. Shout out to Aunt Petunia and yeah. the actress. Yeah. Who's Fiona in? Shaw. Who's in? Yeah. Uh, Andor. Andor. She so is. cool. And Mrs. Fig. Yeah. So. Mrs. Fig's there too. Love it. Um. But yeah, any 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 final thoughts on the entire book that we just finished? Can we uh, can, can I get a high, high five? five? Let's go. I love it, and it's it's it is so it's so fun. It's so great. There's so many good moments, and it's just a a fun, fresh sort of. We're at the beginning, and yeah. these the friendship is happening right in front of us. Like yeah. it's blooming, it's blossoming, it's all these different things, and then you get to know more about the school and the professors and this whole adventure. It's just all set up for you. And after you read this, you're sort of like, okay, there's another mm-hmm. one. Let's go. There's another adventure. You yeah. too. And you just you just know. Yeah. I, I guess like from the get-go, this is – sometimes when you read a book in fantasy, you're not really sure. Like, well, how many books are there going to be? And how far is the story going to go? And, oh, the author doesn't even really quite know yet. And you're like, no, wait a second. We're already talking about school year. We know this is going to go to the end of his school year. We know yeah. that he's going to go year after year back to school. And we're going to follow him. And, yeah. And we're, this is all going to lead somewhere. And there was a, it's it's written with an end in mind. And so you can tell that from the get go. And you're mm-hmm. just sort of like, this is awesome. It's it's well put together and uh, just sort of fires you up for this adventure. And you definitely get trans, mm-hmm. like, like you've always said, it took place in our real world. It felt yeah, like yeah. you stepped right off of a real, like, there's a real train station yes. that's referenced, real places. Muggles who shake their head at the number yeah. nine, three quarters, what the heck? It's explained as to why, like, yeah, so they don't pay yeah. attention to that. It's yeah. it's easy. Sorry, this is yeah. just, this is real. This is really what happens, and they step off, and they go to Hogwarts. And you're just like, whoa, kids were really waiting on their letters. Kids were really <laughs> waiting <laughs> on their letters. Like, this is probably a real thing. What if it's real? What if this thing, yeah. so it's almost like. It's almost like the Tooth Fairy or, or like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. It's so believable for young kids that you're just sort of like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I want to believe in this. Yeah. So I love it. It's a great start to our series and very happy that we got to kind of go back through it and 
and explore different things that we hadn't before, you know, things I hadn't thought about in a long time. Um, the quotes and, and mm-hmm. uh, the bits about Voldemort and Quirrell and Harry and, and Snape and, and Dumbledore. It's just, there's so many little things that I think over the course of this reread that we talked about that I hadn't thought about. And yeah, yeah just even prior to the start of this, what the events that took place leading into it and, and the school years leading up to Harry being there and who were the professors, what were they doing and all that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a blast. It is. It's so. It is going to be like, I love both the book and the movie and it will always have a special place in my heart as mm. you know, this was the first one Yeah. that started it all. So it's like, you know, I don't know. You, you can, it's hard. It's always so hard to pick which one is your favorite, but no matter which you pick, either if it's this one or a different one, but you cannot deny that the first one will always have that special place in your heart. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the first Star Wars movie might not be the favorite of all time. Yeah. But it's always the first one you saw. So, yeah, I don't know. I was so hooked as a kid and, and, and wanted to go to Hogwarts and learn magic, like you said, all yeah. that stuff. So because it was so real and I, I was just so enchanted. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, friends. Hey, so we did uh, beforehand, we recorded just a little bit of just some fun sort of uh, soundtrack stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think in the future, as we before we maybe uh, get into the next book or whatever, we might yeah. break down the, the movie at some point for our extendable we, year edition. We will. Yes. Yeah. So go listen on uh, Patreon and Apple Premium yeah. for the extendable. Because one, we love watching the movie and yeah. it would be nice and fun to kind of talk about and, and talk about differences and just reflect on our time watching the movie and all that good stuff. So uh, be be ready for that and, and check that out when it comes. Now, in the future, I think going into Chamber, uh, we will be talking more about our Harry Potter Hangout uh, theories and different things. We're going to be, you know, doing more of those uh, in the in the future. Yeah, so stay <laughs> tuned for that. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram uh, where we post videos of us doing crazy stuff like podcasting in the car. And the sun has uh, already risen, as you can see. <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't even. Oh, I can't go. even see her all the way over there. <laughs> uh, Lottie's recording a little something for Instagram. So hiya. Uh, anyway, but friends, with that, we want to thank you for joining us this week. Thanks for tuning into Shell Cottage Radio ninety four point seven COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review and follow on social media at Fleur and Bill. Oh, that's my, that's my, okay, okay, well, one second, I was distracted. Fleur and Bill, yep, follow us there. If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all our current Patreons, patrons, patrons. Patrons. It's so hard to say. Patrons. But patrons. Patrons. We appreciate you to the moon and back. Next week, we will have a somewhat different episode. We will talk about the new upcoming game this winter, Hogwarts Legacy. Whether you have not heard of the game before and want to learn more about it, or you're as hyped as we are for the release in January, we would love to welcome you back to the cottage as we discuss the story that awaits us at Hogwarts in the 1890s. Again, thanks for joining Blur's Book Club in their Little Shell Cottage mobile version today. We know it's not much, but it's home.
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.